0: Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Uh, today I'm joined by a very special guest I met here at FinCon 2017 out in Dallas, Texas. Aileen from freetopursuit.com. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well, Chris. Okay.
0: Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks.
0: So Aileen, she is a blogger. She's a book reviewer at rockstarfinance.com. Uh, overall great person and also a member of the FI or Financial independence community. So you do a lot of things. You ha- you wear a lot of hats, and uh, I think that creates a lot of variety, and uh, it seems like a lot of enjoyment in your life, really.
1: Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I love doing so many different things. It just it keeps me out of trouble, frankly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can definitely see that. <laughs> so one of the things I really liked about your story and what you do is, is your your involvement in the financial independence community. And for those of you who who aren't familiar with that? Uh, it's basically um, a lifestyle of focusing on achieving independence through saving, through lifestyle changes, to really have the freedom to to pursue what it is you want. Oh, free to pursue. <laughs> so, um, if you if you wouldn't mind, could you tell us a little bit about your story, your background, how you got involved in the uh, the FI community?
1: Well, first, thanks for validating my online name because <laughs> that's why I chose it, and I am. I guess a a different person uh, as far as a member of the financial independence community because I found out about the movement after the fact. (laughs) (laughs) So I uh, can't say that I was following anyone else because I didn't know that other people were weird like me seeking (laughs) financial independence. And I mean, I really came through it personally by accident after Mm. a bad uh, situation at work.
0: Oh, okay. Well, well, what happened at work that, was, that drove you to, <laughs> to this new movement?
1: So I ended up, after uh, finishing my MBA, I went to my first job. Mm. And the employment situation, let's just say, was bad for all sorts of reasons. Mm. No need to get into that. <laughs> but at the same time as that, it was around 2000. Mm. And at the same time, I was 25 at the time, I think. What happened was American Beauty came out, mm. the movie. And I saw the movie, and in the movie, if you uh, haven't seen it, Kevin Spacey's character gets a two-year severance Mm. from his job and decides that what he really, really wants to do, at least for a while, is flip burgers. Mm. Work at a fast food joint. And so what I decided was, it just inspired me. I said, from now on, I want to work towards being able to flip burgers for a living, (laughs) if that's what's going to make me happy. And so that led us to make certain decisions, especially me being, I was, I used to be more of a spender than my husband, mm. uh, led us to be more conservative with our money and more uh, careful to uh, save quite a bit. Mm. And so, yeah, that's <laughs> how it came about. Oh,
0: nice. I think that's a great story and having something trigger you to say, I want to have that freedom to do what really, whatever it is I want. Yeah. And and really, the best way to do it is to be financially sufficient, I guess, self-sufficient. Yeah. And so uh, I know we had talked earlier, and one of the things that you mentioned because um, I, I guess we'll go into. I'll ask you again here on the podcast. That uh, was it difficult. What was the, like the hardest thing about making the changes in your life to pursue this financial independence? Like, what? What? what was there anything hard or difficult you can think of that, that in your journey?
1: Well, here's the thing. It really wasn't hard because the decision was made i had my reason for doing the things that we were doing and i'm not saying that there was like coupon clipping or any of those things we didn't we didn't go that route yeah. we just went to, we were very clear about what needs were versus wants and when it came came to wants that we were comparing the want of the time to our longer term desire. Mm. And that made the decisions very easy.
0: I I love that because I think most people when they think of having to make changes to maybe increase their savings or or cut their spending, they're thinking about how difficult that is. In their mind they're already saying this is gonna be so hard. Uh, And one of the things that, that you mentioned in one of our conversations is that it's not about oh you know cutting everything out or being miserable but it's choosing what has value and deciding what has value in your life. Uh, And so was that like a a journey for you to come up with what was valuable for you in your your financial life or just in your life in general to make those decisions?
1: I would say that it was very easy from the get-go, but (laughs) we all have times in our lives where we make wrong choices. Yeah and actually wrote about it on a UK blog called the the firestarter i i guess post on there it's called uh, i was fi- financially independent despite myself is basically <laughs> the title of the post and for about 4 or 5 years i lost my way yeah. and i think i lost my way because promotion after promotion at work i hmm. i got cocky i started thinking that i needed to live the lifestyle and for those 4 or 5 years i flipped a switch on consumerism and bought a whole bunch of stuff i didn't need that i luckily that i still wear and use today like (laughs) purses and shoes and all sorts of stupid things and so they still serve me but it just goes to show me now that even though i deviated for a while as long as i kind of came back to what my values are that i still managed to be successful in the end at the end of the day
0: that's and i think that's that's a great point to make because even though you i mean i don't know if you want to call it a mistake or you kind of just drifted from your original plans you were still able to achieve your goal so just because you mess up doesn't mean that you know everything's all over
1: oh it was a big mess up yeah, yeah <laughs> it was a big mess up but and it's it's encouraging to me though that <laughs> if i can mess up for literally years <laughs> And still get to where I want to be, or wanted to be at that time. Mm. Anybody can do it.
0: Yeah, I think it's great for everyone to hear, for sure. All right. So now that you've been in this community that you had kind of already stumbled upon without having to know about it, you're kind of just a natural uh, financial independence person. Where are you at now in your journey? Like, how, how are things going after you know all these years of preparing and changing your lifestyle? You know, can you tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well there's a there's a major milestone that I think anyone thinking of financial independence just has heard for decades and that is that once you reach seven figures you've achieved a certain significant milestone that everyone would tend to recognize mm-hmm. and so that that was us this year.
0: Oh wow. Congratulations. Thank you. That is a huge milestone. That's Thank you. that's that's big. Because I mean, like you said, that is the number or the I guess the mark that you always hear thrown out there is that once you hit that seven figure mark, yeah. you basically achieve that that financial independence. So I mean how did it feel? How did it feel getting there?
1: I will be brutally honest. <laughs> it was anticlimactic <laughs> it felt like any other day any other it just feels just like like it's no no different <laughs> and i really thought i would feel different mm. and i just i i just feel the same <laughs> oh well which is fine i'm not yeah. i'm not complaining
0: yeah i mean okay. because it's part of your lifestyle now it's this it, you you expected this. this is what you're working towards and you've changed your life to achieve this so i guess it's really what should have happened based off of how you've been pretty diligent and what you've been doing.
1: And I wouldn't change a thing. So we're just going to keep on living the way we live.
0: Oh, nice. So yeah. that was going to be my next question. Did you have any plans or any? So basically, this is this is your lifestyle. It's not, it wasn't a temporary thing. This is how you plan to live the rest of your life with these same habits, with these same routines that have, got to, that have made you successful in your journey, really. Yeah.
1: We live on our terms, and we're just going to continue to do that
0: the great thing about being here and meeting you is that seeing a real-life example of someone who was able to take this this concept which can kind of seem distant and kind of like is that real can that be done seeing someone who's done it is very inspirational and kind of helps keep me motivated to say okay i have to keep doing this because there it, it is possible i can't achieve these big, these big goals really
1: And we did talk quite a bit, and and you will.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it so much. You bet. (laughs) So, Aileen, thank you so much for being here on the podcast. And before we go, is there anything that you would like to discuss uh, about what you have going on, any project you're working on, any uh, places that we can go find out more about you and what you do?
1: Sure. Uh, one thing that people who are, are in your audience may may like are book reviews, mm. so I would encourage folks to go to uh, to Rockstar Finance and click on book reviews if you want some uh, great suggestions and summaries for some uh, very good personal finance books. Mm. And I would say if you want to find out a little bit more about uh, Free to Pursue, it's freetopursue.com and you can find me on Twitter at Free Pursue.
0: Oh, great. Thank you. and. Before we go, I have to just point out. Could you tell tell the audience how many books that you've read this year and what your goal is?
1: I don't remember off the top of my head this year. The average is 65 to 75 books a year, wow. and uh, right now I'm at 308 books out of my goal of a thousand.
0: That is amazing. If I can get through two books in a year, I feel so accomplished. So <laughs> to see to see someone with a goal as big as yours and you're actually moving towards it, that's amazing. So. Yeah. I, th-
1: I think it's a slight problem. it's, 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 it's getting out of hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think it's a good problem to have. I mean of all the problems you can have, reading books is probably one of the <laughs> the better ones. There you go. <laughs> so and then thanks again. Uh, it's free to pursue.com. So great to have you on the show and hopefully I can have you back on again in the future.
1: That would be great, Chris. All
0: right thanks, take care. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Ellen. It was really great having her on. I was just fascinated with her story because I've just been just engrossed with the financial independence movement and really understanding what it is and, and what these people are about. And one of the things that really stood out to me was that she said that she became financially independent despite herself. And I think that's just a great example of of how even when we, we set a goal for ourselves and, and we maybe we fall short or we mess up and we just go completely off the rails, that doesn't mean that it's over, or that you just ruined everything. You know, sometimes you can just dust yourself off, get up, and just pick up where you left off. And and that doesn't mean you've ruined it. Maybe you're going to get there a little bit later than you thought, or maybe things are just going to uh, take a different path than you originally planned on. The point is that you continue on those goals, and you don't stop trying. So thanks again to Elen for spending a few minutes with me and sharing her story. If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Popcorn Finance anywhere you can find podcasts. And while you're there subscribing, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It only takes like a minute, maybe two minutes at most, but it means a lot and will really help the show grow and gain some more exposure. And if you want to keep up on what's new, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for Popcorn Finance. As always, I appreciate you joining me for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon.